This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sadabe, and today I'm with Chris, a local artist in St. Pete. How are you today? What's up, guys? I'm doing pretty good. Is it cool if I sit here? Can yeah. anybody hear me from here? Yeah. Long range? You have, a, you have a nice voice. It seems to project. Okay. I do. You know. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could have had, uh, uh, you know, another career maybe in like car commercials or Chevy like a rock maybe or, you Okay. Know. Something well, like that. you know, don't hold yourself back just yet. Okay. You might still be able to do that. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Sky's the limit, right? Exactly. I mean, you have until obviously you get taken from this earth. and That's true. You know? Very true. And then if you reincarnate, you have a whole other life, yeah. you know, to do something with. And the way science is going now, I'll have a bionic body and I'll just be like a floating head, like yeah. a Futurama with the little exactly. feet. So I'll Ex- basically look for it. Yeah, exactly. You, you have the ability to, you know, make sure, do what you want. So, how did you get into art, bouncing off of that little rant that we had? Yes. Um, well, just to warn you, I'm all rants. I all love the it. Time. I'm perfectly fine. ADD, full on ADD. But um, so I'd say I always liked art, but I'd never really thought that I could do it because you know everybody tells you you can't. At least my parents did. You know, yeah. they're like, oh no, you can't do that. Let's for bums, you know, or whatever, yeah. or like, my dad's old, so he used to call it, um, what was the word he used, uh, beatniks, oh god, my dad's like that old, beatnik is like a word from like the 60s, I think, okay. or something like that, you know, you look like a beatnik, and I didn't even know what that was, but now I'm like, fuck yeah, that's awesome, I want to look like a beatnik, yeah, well, I think the idea of like the starving artist, and like artists not necessarily being able to be successful, has really just kind of gone out the window, because we yeah. have really successful artists and you know what success might look like for you is going to be different for what it looks like for me right. you know so it's really just kind of yeah what you feel like right. is your success is yeah leveled by social media and whatnot oh yeah. yeah yeah so like do you feel like social media helps you as an artist or do you feel like it's like kind of like another added stressor uh i hate it but it totally helps Okay. I hate the fact that we have to like mm-hmm. that's another thing we have to curate what you're doing mm-hmm. so you have to stop and think and do things differently yeah. and remember to set a camera up and yeah. remember to take process pictures remember to post because like it seems like my posts don't do good unless I post 11 o'clock in the morning it seems like the sweet like mm-hmm. you have to like everything has to revolve around that and like I'll be honest I don't haven't been doing that lately because it's it's too much it's, it's, it's a such lot a thing, yeah yes. So it's a hate love, you know, it's like you have to do it mm-hmm. and I've um, gotten a lot from it. Yeah. So it's good, but it's just, you know, it's just annoying. Some people have that personality where they like um, very self-promotional. Yes. And I like, I don't mind self-promoting in real life for some reason, but when it comes to like, because in real life it comes almost natural. You're yeah. talking to someone you share, but in digital fake world it's not natural because you have to stop think mm-hmm. collect all this shit yeah word it perfectly and then share and it just doesn't feel natural to me. yeah so. i as like authentic as you try to make social media there is always going to be that that tablet of fakeness there yeah because you do have to curate it just a little <laughs> right, bit right. you know especially when you're so when social media is helping your business and it's not just fun yeah you know so yeah, totally. I, I i feel that like you know love hate yeah it's it's a love hate relationship so then what 
what inspires your art then? Because you have a very unique style. I guess, well, I'll, I'll merge both those questions together because I never answered the first one. Go for it. See, I rant, but I can always bring it back around. I love it. Go so, for it. So, um, the reason I started doing art, even though everyone told me I sucked and I shouldn't do it, basically, um, was because I wanted uh, pictures. When I first you know, moved out of my parents' house, I wanted paintings on my wall. Okay. I couldn't afford paintings. So I was just like, you know, punk rock kid. I was like, well, I'm just going to go buy canvases. They're not that expensive. No. I'm just going to paint my own pictures. So I just started doing that, getting drunk with my friends at night and like having painting parties okay. and listening to music. And like my friends that play music would come over and jam and we would just paint and I love that. jam and yeah. like then I'd hang it up on the wall. Mm -hmm. And then after like years went by, you know, you slowly get more into it and think like, oh, I could like you know, I don't want to say get paid to do this because that's not the main goal, but you're like, I could focus more of my time on it and maybe, maybe get yeah. some like support. Yes. It's not about the money really. It's about like people supporting you or whatever. Yeah. So, but it like, it can be it, about to enable you, Yeah. To enable you to continue to do it essentially, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But so there's that. And the thing that inspired me to how that attitude basically was like skateboarding, punk rock, and surfing, that kind of DIY attitude. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what inspired my art style as well, was just to go out and do it. It doesn't yell have to be good. Just go do it. And like um, all the graphics in the world that I was raised in, in, in that world, um, was very accessible. Like yeah. saying they're, they're not like these amazing realistic portraits. Mm -hmm. They're just like raw, scribbled illustrations. So. Um, you know, you could see yourself drawing yeah. angry stick figures, then you can do it, you know, so. Because you do have, like, that very, like, kind of, like, hardcore, like, punk rock kind of yeah. style, you know, like, the blood and the guts and yeah, the, yeah. you know, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's all from the bottom of skateboarding decks, really. Okay. If I had to sum it up into, like, a one concise, it was so much more than that, but if I had to just say one thing for the sake of conversation, it's, like, skateboarding graphics from... Yeah. You know, uh, from forever, but especially like um, Santa Cruz skateboarding graphics from the. Okay. I guess it'd be the 80s. Jim Phillips. I always wanted to like learn how to ride a skateboard, and I just never did. Yeah. And so I guess I guess I might as well just do it now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. might as well. Why not? You know? Yeah. It's uh. It's not that hard but like there's definitely like um a little bit of a learning curve mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. but if you get on the right equipment like if you're on like a big board with big wheels mm -hmm. you'll be good yeah you know you get on like a, a trick board with small little wheels you're gonna eat shit yeah because the minute you hit like a little rock you're gonna fly off but you need like a monster truck with like nice big mm -hmm. screws over the bumps you know and then yeah I, I fell down a hill in Kansas City on a scooter. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not trying to fall down any right, hills again. Right, 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 yeah. You know? After you get that one bad, you know, bump, you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I might be okay. Maybe I'm not 14 anymore. Yeah. A little bit harder to recover when yeah. you, you know, you reach 28. Exactly, when your yeah. bones aren't rubber anymore. Yeah. So what is your, like, your favorite, uh, like, painting and creation of yours so far? Um... That's 
That's tough because uh, <clears throat> I usually like, you know, art's a weird process where you get really excited about an idea and then you start doing it and then you hate it and then you love it and then you mm -hmm. hate it and you finish it and then you still kind of hate it and then like you don't look at it for a long time then you yeah. look at it and you're like, oh, I do like that. Yeah. So I kind of love, hate all of it. Um, I don't know. I guess my favorite thing that I did maybe was... Um, I just did this dumpster that I really liked for okay. a company called Dumpsty. Okay. That was really fun. Because um, I always liked street art and I've done some murals and stuff, but like, I was never really into heavily into street art and like tagging. I mean, I did it. I did it a good amount, but I was never, that never like defined me as an artist, yeah. you know? Like, I used to do a lot of wheat pasting, like screen printing and then like okay. pasting cool. it up. But, uh, so it was fun to kind of revisit that, even though it was like in a fake way like it was like you know I was making this like toy dumpster it wasn't actual street art yeah but, but it had so. that like vibe that feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. how many murals do you have not many I right now zero because I only really I used to help friends with mm -hmm. like paint theirs and stuff I only did one on my own uh, that's totally my original art and it was in Orlando at a bar called the Iron Cow okay. and they just wallpapered over it <laughs> so but I know the owner, and um, it wasn't any hard feelings. Yeah. So they just wanted to, like, change the vibe. Yeah. And, um, it still sucks. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I never even took any good pictures of it or posted them on Instagram. I'm kind of horrible. <laughs> There's, like, a couple photos on my Instagram, but they're not, like, full Yeah. photos. So, um, so yeah. I don't really care. Murals are, like, uh, kind of, like, not my main thing. It's, like, something... I want to do but I've always been more focused on like trying to get good at what I do mm -hmm. I'll I'll do more Move murals on to that. as opposed to like a lot of people that I know would just be like I want to do murals because that's cool and like I want people to see my art big and like I want this like ego thing and like but it's like dude your mural sucked <laughs> like you like you like you you haven't gotten to the point where your art is that mm -hmm. like good to where you want you maybe you know maybe you should just practice on paper yeah maybe you don't need to put it on a building yet yeah you know like yeah and i hate to be but that's definitely not the case in st pete we have so many sick murals dude we have so many so. talented artists but like do you feel like you're almost there to where if like a business owner were to come up to you and be like yo like i want you to paint this wall for me yeah where you'd be like yeah totally man i got you yeah yeah no i mean i've done it so i definitely want to do it again uh, I might be painting a mural in Orlando coming up with this company called Liquid Death. Okay, do, awesome. Like, yeah. Water yes. Stuff. Water stuff. Sorry. The water. water. Yeah. They do canned tall boy water okay. and um, sparkling water. So I'm really excited about that. I feel like the style of like Liquid Death and their whole vibe and your whole vibe, like it really does match very well. Exactly. You know, yeah, like it's, yeah. 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 I've been trying, I've been in contact them with them for a while. And I've just been trying to get them to let me do anything. Okay. I'm just like, hey, I love you guys. Uh, just let me know. Like, I'll do anything. Yeah. Like, you guys are awesome. Call me. You know? Is it like, is it like, it's funny because this is the second time I've heard about Liquid Death today. Yeah. And I've, like, been wanting to try their water for some time. But yeah. I, I don't know it's why. It's so good. Is so it? hydrating. Really? I mean, it tastes like any it's... other good water. But it is really good water. And um, the main thing is, like, the branding is just really mm -hmm. cool. It is, yeah. And it's really fun. I shouldn't say that's the main thing. That's the second main thing. Maybe the main thing is that they um, 
it promotes not using plastic. Okay. You know, because it can. Yeah. So that's kind of the super awesome. Their whole thing, yeah. Part, especially for young kids, mm -hmm. like little kids love it because they go to high school or middle school and they get to bring this thing to school that looks like a beer. Yeah. And they get to feel special. Yeah. And it's just water, and so in their heads, it's it's great because it's like promoting. They're not drinking Monster or they're not drinking Gatorade. They're like proud to be drinking water. Yeah. And recycling. Well, hopefully recycling, but like it's not plastic. So. Do you like my liquid death water can? Exactly. Like, they're it's probably like, not telling their friends it's water though. Yeah. You know, they're they're, like, yeah, I got it from my dad. <laughs> yeah. Strong stuff. Stole it from his cabinet. Mm. It's like those candy cigarettes that we used to like eat as like oh, kids, I love those. and it you know, gross, but yeah. Or like those like it made you feel cool. Those like cigars that were like gum. gum. Yeah, I loved those. You know, so did I. Yeah. Like it's it's funny how like you can turn those like things into like candy or oh, like something yeah. that kids can like I was all have. over that. I mean I'm a little older than you, so I don't know if you remember you probably don't, but you may have just heard that like um kind of like what was behind all that was camel used to market two kids. In their advertising with like Mr. Joe Camel. Okay. He was their cartoon camel. Yeah. It was like marketed to, they want to get them started early, you know? That was like even a little before my time, but when I was like, I don't know, when I was like a little on like six or so, mm -hmm. I think is when they they canned Joe Camel. Okay. But everybody loved him, you know? Get those kids started early. Get them, get them some Joe Camel stickers and t shirts. Some candy cigarettes, you know. And then by the time they can smoke real cigarettes, they're exactly. ready to go. They've exactly. already practiced on the candy. Yeah. That's like kind of interesting and awful at the same time. Yeah. You know. For sure. It's a good thing that they don't do that anymore. Yeah, seriously. We don't need yeah. I feel like my kid came home and they're like, Yeah, mommy, I smoke. I'd like probably smack them in oh, the head. Yeah, and be like, no, we we're not doing that in this right. household at all. Yeah. So not it's cool. Probably. Yeah. Not cool at all. So tell me a little bit more about your like Derek creation. So, um, honestly, I've been thinking a lot about him lately. He's, uh, he's lacking in a lot of areas. Because okay. right now, he's just, like, this character yeah. that I always meant to do more with, but I haven't. So, um, I, I enjoy him. More, I think he's fun. I want to do more stuff with him. I originally was just, like, I was doing a big show in California, and I needed a new banner. Um, and I, I was just, like... I wanted to make it simple, so I just drew two smiley faces. Like a dorkier one and a more evil one. It was like Derek and um, Steven. Okay. And I have these like pins that are glow in the dark that you mm -hmm. may have seen. Yeah. It's of those characters. And so, um, yeah, they just started out as like a need for a simple smiley face ish design. And then I just kind of, I don't know why I liked, I just kind of gravitated towards like doodling him and then. Uh, so I turn him into like a life size, like a cutout. I have like a mm -hmm. five, he's short. He's like four and a half feet, like cutout um, of him. I have, you know, just a few more things. Not not that much, but like, essentially I need to like revisit him and like, I'd like to give him a story, you know, strip or okay. an art show based on him or something. That would be cool. But essentially I guess, um, in my head he was always like the son of the devil. You know, okay. in some way, like Derek. Yeah. You know, uh, like I grew up watching all those Omen movies mm -hmm. when I was a kid. And uh, what was the kid's name? It wasn't Derek. It was like, I can't remember the Omen kid's name, but it was one of those evil sounding yeah. names like Derek. Yeah. 
you know, Chad or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Chad, we've got a couple Chads in St. Pete. They're pretty evil. Chad Mize. <laughs> I'm just joking. He's not evil. I was about to He's say, you evil. did a show with him. Yeah, no, no, no. Chad, if you ever listen to this, you're great. You're not evil. Yeah, we love Chad Mize. Yeah. Um, I love his beach towels. Like, when I saw that he did those, I was yeah. like... I need yeah. a Chad Mice beach towel, he's man. He's good at, he's good at, like, he pumps out a lot of good work fast. Yes. He does a lot of, like, fun cartoony. Like, I like his character that he's been doing a lot. Yeah. The meh guy or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this, is it called meh? I, I don't, like, I don't meh honestly know. Like, I, I think, like, the thing with Chad Mize is, like, he'll, like, put something out, but he's very elusive about the information. So it yeah. really is just kind of, like, what you want it to be he in your like head. Puts it out, yeah. And he's, like, kind of okay with just you thinking it out, yeah. whatever it is. Right. You know, he, he doesn't give much information on it. Yeah, for sure. But I like the guy because he's very pretentious. He usually wears, like, a French beret. Yeah. You know? You like should that. do like a little collab with like Chad Mize and the Mad Guy, yeah. and then Derek, and just I yeah. think that would be very fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. It could be like um, I'm gonna fuck this up, but what is that? I just watched this show a couple weeks ago that I really liked on Amazon. It was about an angel and a devil. It was a Neil Gaiman. Oh, okay, I know which one you're talking about, but I I don't know the name. Yeah. Something like that. Yes. It's kind of funny because there's an angel and a devil and they're friends. Yeah. They're hanging out. Good omens. Good Omens. Yes. I think it was just called. So, uh, yeah, something like that would be cool. I That would be could fun. Be a little. pretentious angel. And yes. Derek could be the. I need to make Derek more pretentious, but the pretentious evil devil. I think he has the potential to be a little pretentious. Yeah, I think he, you know? he is a little bit, but a little more smirky, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. So, I guess, so other than Chad Mice and that the potential for an amazing collab there. Yeah. Who else would you want to collab with if given the chance? Um, I really like, and I hope I don't mess this guy's name up either, but I really like, uh, his name, his name's Sebastian Coolidge. Do I say that right? Yes. Okay. I, I like his stuff a lot. It's really funny yeah. that you said that because in my head, when I, like, I was like, who do you want to do a collab with? I was like, Sebastian Coolidge. Yeah. You know, because you're sure, yeah. again, your styles, they would vibe very well together. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Those would be like awesome collabs, but both of those artists are kind of more established than me so I feel like I would never reach out to them and ask them to do that it'd have to just be something that like organically happened down the road yeah they're both very nice though so if Mm. you if you you should just like kind of shoot your shot and and see if they would do it you know because they're I've been trying to get like Coolidge on like the podcast for a little bit but yeah I heard I've never met him but I heard he's really funny yeah like really goofy and like fun loving guy yeah you know? i've never i've never heard any anything i like that's the thing i like about the artist community in saint pete is i don't really ever hear you guys talk like bad about each other at all yeah. it's always like podcast yeah <laughs> you know i mean and i've done a lot of talking like where there's like not a mic around you know um yeah. and it's like behind closed doors right and it it really is like you guys are just like kind of you guys don't have have nothing negative to say about each other like it yeah. really is just very uplifting very yeah. just like right you know respectful yeah and well that's that's why i moved here to say pete from orlando was like i really i was already doing shows with chad in from orlando and i was already doing the indie flea which okay. r.i.p i don't know what happened to that i think it may be done maybe yeah I've i saw like very little it. yeah but i was doing those and those people that run that are really great and um, and then I was meeting people through those avenues, um, 
and I knew um, Stephanie that works at Coastal Creative, who just did okay, a show yeah. last night. She's another person that's always like, you know, making moves, putting things mm -hmm. together. Like, so I knew her, I knew Chad, and, you know, and it just seemed like uh, St. Pete was just such like, uh, not only did they have an amazing art scene with all these good artists, but it was like, it wasn't like Miami or LA or somewhere where like you feel like you couldn't show up. Yeah. You start doing it. It was very like inviting and mm -hmm. grassroots kind of like let's yeah. all help each other out vibe. Yeah. So it just seemed like seemed like a good place to to come. Set yeah. Set up. Yeah. Set up and hang your hat. It's interesting too because you know um, I did a podcast with Derek Donnelly. Uh -huh. And is that uh, the same Paints? Yes. Yeah, he's awesome too. I don't know as much about him. I need to stalk him on Instagram. Yeah, honestly, cool. he's the like the nicest person ever, and you know he's not as like elusive as you know Coolidge and, and Chad yeah. Mize. But yeah. if you were to just send him a message and just be like, "Hey, man," like you know, yeah. he he'd message you. But yeah. he, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Bill Wu. He okay. was uh. I he was an artist in St. Pete, and he sadly passed some years back. But he really started the vibe of all the artists helping each other and really, oh, really? cultivating that energy that we have here. Yeah. And then the people, the artists who just really loved Bill Wu, just really just kind of kept that going. Nice. Um, but yeah, like, you know, he, Wu was really kind of like the, from what I've, I'm understanding and I'm hearing, uh -huh. was the start of like this awesome energy that okay. we just have. Yeah. Uh, down yeah. here where the artists are just really uplifting each other instead of like trying to tear each other down. Right. And I just hope that's not something that we, we lose. Yeah. I think the only reason you'd lose it is if um, too many people like me <laughs> came from other places mm -hmm. and like kind of uh, repopulated the scene. As long as it stays with the same people because there's such good people in place now. Yeah. As long as they don't leave and a whole new people come in, you know. Which the only thing that sucks is like that uh, that's that could happen in the way that like I uh, I grew up around my dad who was like a city planner so I know a lot about development okay and all that kind of stuff and like St. Pete is booming it the really prices are like rising mm -hmm. so it's possible that we're all gonna get priced out I mean a lot of people already got priced off Central yeah. but there's the warehouse R district which is hopefully gonna be the saving grace of. Mm -hmm creative stuff like daddy cool yeah moved there they're moving again to another spot which yeah is, which is dope but like um so i just hope yeah we, all, we don't all get like priced out one day yeah like i i say this like as much as i can it really is like the artists and the creatives that like are really allowing this boom for downtown st oh, pete especially yeah, like if it, take advantage of it yeah they they really do but if we lose the artists i don't see st pete having the same vibe and the same energy and the same popularity yeah. if we lose the artists. So right. I do hope the city understands how important the artists are here. Yeah. I think the city does, you know, I think because they, at least they, they definitely use it in their advertising. Oh know, yeah. Visit St. Pete Clearwater. It's all about arts, food, beaches. It's all about yeah. the experience. So mm -hmm. they're definitely profiting off of it. So I oh, think yeah. they, Hopefully, you know. Because a lot of the artists did get priced out. Like, you know, not yeah. saying that, you know, we're artists in a sense, but, you right. know, we really we love... We both live out, way outside of St. Pete. You know, like... In like a, in the in the in Outside downtown. Yes. Well, even, like, the St. Pete area, like, if I wanted to go back and, like, just say live off of 4th Street, you know, yeah. like, I wouldn't be... Like, I wouldn't be able to, honestly. Yeah. 
you know, like it's a thousand dollar difference between St. Pete and Clearwater. Yeah, yeah. So where am I gonna go? Yeah. Clearwater, obviously. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in the same boat in Super South, St. Yeah. Pete, you know? It's so. like still kind of hoodish where I'm at. Yeah. So like, that's, you know, it's really just because there's like, um, there's like a homeless shelter mm-hmm. near where I live. Okay. So I think that's, that's good. It keeps the prices down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? As long as the homeless shelter stays there, the rich people won't move in. Yeah, they so, yeah they're not gonna want to be there. Yeah. Um, it's just it's sad. Like there has to be like some type of cap because you know the people who are providing in a sense that the money coming into yeah. the St. Pete area should be able to also be able to experience the fruits of their labor. You know, yeah. should be able to live there if they want. Right. You right. know, but we can't. Yeah. So do you create art full time? Is this your full time gig or do you have like another job? Um, so right now I do it full time. I've okay. always had another job, whether it be from graphic design, uh, bartending, I've always done it 50 50. Mm-hmm. But um, I just got lucky between like the money I was making from, well, I saved a bunch of money in Orlando before I moved here, money I got from unemployment essentially and money I was making from art that I'm just like doing it right now but like it probably won't stay that way I'm imagining I'm probably gonna do I like doing other things anyway like I I like getting my head out of um, just one I'm just doing one thing and everything relies on On that it's very stressful okay you know and it's very like make or break and it doesn't it's not that fun you know when like everything has to make money and you have to you're just like ah it's almost a little more fun when, uh, you know, if I was making a shit ton of money, yeah. I wouldn't be worried about that, I guess, but I'm not, I'm just making enough. So it's like, you know, you're, you're just scraping by every month. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of nice to have a little job to take to, the load off. Yeah. You know? That's interesting too, because I, I will ask the artist sometimes, like, is it really hard for you to stay creatively motivated when you turn it into a job? Yeah. And the answers are very mixed. Like, some are like, yeah, yeah it kind of is. And others are like, no, like, this yeah. is, like, what I want to be doing. So it is, like, interesting to hear that, like, for you yourself, like, you really prefer and enjoy having something else and doing kind yeah, of. because I enjoy having money. <laughs> I enjoy not having to worry about yeah. if you're going to make rent. And that's the, that's the stressful thing, you know. Yeah. If I was making enough money, you know, some people just probably don't want to say it, but I'll say it. You know, it's like, if you're, ma- if you're making a shit ton of money, then you're not worried. Yeah. And then you could create freely. Maybe some people don't have that problem, but when you have like money hanging over your head and everything's relying on it, it's pretty hard to be creative. Yeah, it's scary. So No, I I mean I agree with you. You know, like we we like my partner and I quit our jobs and we just went into this full time and yeah. you know, we're very lucky that we have like very supportive family and yeah. you know, uh, and like they'll support us in anything that we do, but yeah, yeah like it is, it is hard because like we have to yeah. pay our bills, yeah, you yeah. know. And we we decided to make this leap and do yeah. it one hundred percent. Right. And yeah. More power to you. Yeah. Is, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It's very, it's so, very stressful. But to me, it's all that's what I'm saying. It's always been like a flux. I'll go through a period where I don't have a job, and then I get a job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always boom. It's like yeah. when I'm up, I can afford not to have a job, and then you get, then you get a job. If it goes down, then you get a job. Yeah. And it's yeah. always like that. So I'm kind of coming down now, and I'm like, I need a job soon. Yeah. So. Well, thankfully, like, people are hiring. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, they, they yeah. need people. Yeah, I think I want to look into, like, doing, like, teaching, like, art teaching, like, for kids. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Do you need, like, a like a 
teaching degree for that at no. all, or no? I went I went to college, so okay. I have a bachelor's degree. Okay. That's all you need. If you're teaching, wow. like, college kids, uh-huh. I think you have to have a master's degree. Yes. But if you're teaching, like, kids, you just, I think it's a college degree, you might not even have to have that. I don't Interesting. really know. But I know some, I think the requirements are different based on the ages. But yeah. For sure, college, it's a master's. And anything under that, I think it's... Just a bachelor's? Yeah. If that, yeah. Yeah. I'm not totally that would be good, because the kids, like, they, we still need to, like, be giving the kids art, yeah. you know? They still right. need to be creative and understand that art is extremely important yeah. to their development. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't get that, so I'd love to share it. Yeah, you know? no, I agree, you know, I, like, we, I have, like, a six-year-old niece, and she's extremely like artistic very talented we're yeah. trying to like really hone that and like let her know like yeah this yeah. is cool you know my my youngest sister she's not in that world yeah i wish she was right but so it's not for everybody no it's not you know she might be the mathematical god i hope so we don't know, need any more siblings creatives. in that family <laughs> who just don't understand math yeah you know yeah. like i like i don't think any of my sisters Maybe one of my other my sisters do. She's, like, good in the math. But the rest of yeah, us, yeah, kapooey, yeah. like, right. you know, like, don't ask yeah. me any of my times tables. I'm not right. going to be able to answer that question. I'll probably cry, you know, like. Yeah. Just, I don't what like. It, what is it? It's the, it's, I always mix it up. The left brain is the creative? Or is I, it the right brain? I think the left brain is the creative side, and the right brain is, like, the more yeah, kind of, who knows, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely all creative. I wish I was more. I honestly wish I was like right in the middle would be nice. Yeah. It's a sweet spot. But mm-hmm. it's just it's really just math. Yeah. So. It, on our phones, right? Yeah, they exactly. told us we wouldn't, but yeah. look at us now. Yeah, we get yeah. them on our phones. Look at me flying. Yeah, seriously. Flying. So what are your goals as an artist as you progress further down your career and in your life? Goals change it's like, well whatever I do, I have to like find a way to support myself continually so you that's going my long-term goal is like that's why I'm like oh maybe get more steady job and um, you know whatever but uh, short term I'm just always for the uh, I'm always just trying to think about like staying interested and doing um, things that like uh, challenge me always okay. doing, I don't ever want to do the same I get bored so quick you know uh, I get bored making art I even like I might my brain moves so fast because I've got ADD. It's like, you know, I sit down and it's fun for a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, I should go get up and like walk around and like do a yoga pose and go get some more water. And I, I think I have to pee now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay, I need to sit back down. And then like, then I do it. And then like, so I have a short attention span. So I have to find, I have to find complicated ways to keep myself interested. You okay. Know? Like. I would be so bored. Like some artists are, it's amazing. They just do the same thing. You know, it's I don't know, I don't know how they do it. Like they paint the same image, they do the same thing. You know. Yeah, they have and, their like uh, their theme. Yeah, and it's like I could never do that. Um, I try to keep mine all in like my own style guide. So like animations and do more fine art shows and. Um, do more merch too, like, uh, but I, as I'm working, I'm always either listening to an audiobook, okay. or I'll listen to like, even like, 
weird self-help books. Okay. You know, like, uh, not necessarily like suicidal self-help books. I'm not <laughs> trying to go there. But like, um, uh, what's the one I've been listening to lately? Um, Atomic Habits. Okay. It's a really good one to check out. You're like, I'm always listening to stuff like that. And I'll, I'll, I'll put on like YouTube and just be like, I really like Neil Gaiman. So I'm going to sit here and listen to like, Neil Gaiman talk at interviews for hours or something like okay. that, you know, to keep me entertained when I'm drawing. And like, as you get to know that person more through interviews, mm-hmm. it's just like, it really makes you appreciate more like what they're doing. Yeah. Because I don't think like, I'll say normal people, but I'll use that term loosely. Like yeah. they don't really understand, like when they see your work and they're like, wow, this is so like amazing. Yeah. And you know, they don't understand all the stuff that goes on behind it. They just yeah. see the piece, and that's right. all they, they get, you know? So it's it's nice as, like, and even for, like, my, like, myself, it's nice hearing you guys talk and, like, hearing, you know, all the different things that you guys go through or the different stressors or the different ideas or the different uh-huh. concerns or, like, the, the different stories, yeah. you know, that you guys have behind things. It's It, it makes me appreciate... The, the other stuff I'm seeing you guys do more because I know what it took. Right, right. You know? And that's what social media is about and that's where I really fail at social media which I would like to work more at is, you know, social media is great for like telling the story. Yes. Showing the process, getting people involved in who you are and what mm-hmm. you're doing. But it's hard to do that. It, <laughs> it really is and you have to post so much to like yeah. build that like it, yeah. it really is like two to three times a day yeah. you have to post you have to maintain a story yeah. the, the Instagram story yeah. you gotta respond to comments and you gotta yeah. respond to messages yeah. in a timely manner and yeah. you know like it's it's a lot oh, yeah that's why I've kind of stopped doing it it's because what I realized is like I used to try to keep up with it but I'm so horrible at time management that like if I start really focusing, whatever I focus on, the other thing suffers, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had to think like, well, how much money am I making off really focusing on social media? And it's like, well, not a lot. I mean, it's kind of visible money because like, you never know that you got this job from this post that Instagram does it with, even with all its uh, crazy algorithms and analytics, they're not like, hey, so that free, uh, freelance job you got, the guy saw a post you did a month ago and then he saw that other thing. Then he saw this picture of you on your story doing something cool. He decided you were like a fun guy and he wanted yeah. to hire you or something like Yeah. You never know. It's funny too because I like I discovered, I think it was yesterday, that Instagram when you will post something about like merchandise, yeah. They will limit who sees it. Yeah. Because they don't yeah. want to really in a sense like promote the product or you know but like that's like kind of like stupid too because if you like look at the influence or the celebrities that's all they're doing and they reach a mass market so like you know you kind of like in a sense let them get away with that you know because it's ultimately what they're doing they're promoting their own stuff and they're they're even with their large following they're they're still like yeah. massing out to a large amount of people yeah. and I'm like why are you killing the little guys because we're not they're not making any money off of us or whatever you know they can if they let us I know. one last thing I'll say uh, that I thought was interesting somebody told me is that um, they're like you know Instagram like shuts down a lot of our stuff 
when you're talking about selling because they want you to pay for advertisements. But they're like, you know, if Instagram just said, hey, pay me monthly, like, and they'll take away all the algorithms, they're like, dude, I would totally do it. That kind of makes sense, like, a paid, because that way they get their money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, even if it was like $50 a month, like, I would probably pay $50 a month to Instagram if everyone saw my stuff. I'd probably do that if too. If they didn't hide it. You yeah. Know? Like, it would make Instagram a lot more fun instead of like, every time I post on Instagram, I kind of feel hopeless in a way. I'm just like, is anyone, are they going to open the door for me this time? Because sometimes they open it and everyone sees it and everyone comments and sometimes it seems they don't, like yeah. no one sees it. So it's like, you never know. Yeah. So it's roulette. Rolling the it, dice. It really is. If you had to paint one last picture, yeah. who would be the recipient of that final Chris selling piece? Uh, it'd be Jack Black. Okay. It'd be Jack Black. I love that. Yeah. Because he's brought me so much joy, you know, throughout my life. Uh, I love following him on um, his YouTube channel, which mm-hmm. he hasn't been posting a lot lately, but he used to post once every week or so. And uh, I was in the same building with him once in California at a big art show. And every, I, was, I was trying to hunt him down. I could not find him. But, uh, so he's kind of elusive. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going back to California for the same art show called DesignerCon in um, uh, October, November, November, okay. early November. So Jack Black, I'm sure you're listening to this. <laughs> uh, I'll see you there. I wish Jack Black would listen to this, dude. Yeah. That would be amazing. Send it to him. I, yeah, there's, yeah, I should. There's well, nothing stopping me. really, like, make a whole episode about him, maybe so it'd be more entertaining for him. Yeah. A I tribute, could do that. You know, like, a tribute to Tenacious Jack Black. D, yeah. I've never seen Tenacious D. Like, I, School of Rock I've seen. I saw him in Jumanji. I have seen him in, like, Nacho Libre. I've seen him in a few other yeah, things, nothing. but, yeah, it's... You can never complain about Jack Black. No. And, like, the funny thing about doing a tribute to Jack Black is Tenacious D, his band, mm-hmm. has a song called Tribute. So okay. You can really riff off that, you know. Yeah, we could. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for talking with yeah, us. Braving the Florida heat. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'll have, to it. I'll have a studio soon. Hopefully, okay. you know. Sick. Can't wait. It Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.